0: Welcome to Growing Potatoes Podcast,
1: where we cover all things love, dating, and married life.
0: We're your newlywed hosts, Keegan and Faith Von Atzigen.
1: Thank you so much for joining us. Feel free to message us on our Instagram at Growing Potatoes, comment on our page, or email us at growingpotatoes at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you.
0: You're listening to episode two.
1: This week, Keegan is going to take away our spud moment.
0: Well, it all started about, what, like a month ago when we got a magazine that showed all of the waterfalls in Tulsa.
1: No, Oklahoma.
0: In Oklahoma. Yeah. (laughs) We're in Tulsa, and Tulsa is in Oklahoma, and we were like, hey, let's go see every waterfall we can. So we, how many have we got? We've done... What, like three. Three or four. Yeah. Yeah. We've been uh, checking off waterfalls from our list. We've seen some really good ones. We saw natural falls. Um, there's a lot of surprisingly interesting waterfalls yeah. in Oklahoma. Doesn't really feel like a waterfall country, but it's.
1: We're in a drought now, so.
0: It's way cooler than Texas, where there is. There's not even water, let alone waterfalls. <laughs> um, but we made a goal of seeing all these waterfalls and we outlined a day trip that we were going to take to a place about an hour away but we uh get in the car we pack up all of our we're, stuff we're pretty
1: excited for this one we basically had to get out of the house why because some i think like people were coming to clean or something like that so we we basically had to leave the house and so we're like oh yeah let's just schedule you know, a waterfall trip, and this one was only an hour away, so it wouldn't take a whole day to get there and back, so we're pretty excited. We packed a lunch and started driving. Keegan started driving. It was good.
0: Yeah. I was tired of driving because we had just driven to Indiana and back from Tulsa, but I was like, hey, it's only one hour. I can make it. I can drive there.
1: On Instagram, this waterfall looked amazing. There's like people doing front flips and back flips. Beautiful. into the water hole like it it looked like one of the best ones in the oklahoma northeastern oklahoma area mm-hmm. so we were we were ready mm-hmm. we had our bathing suits on we
0: went and bought water shoes we, just to go the to the day place.
1: before we we never buy water shoes but
0: i mean we never we didn't have them because we never use <laughs> them
1: <laughs> but we were like okay we want to be able to go deep in the water not we're gonna okay. do it right yeah yeah because yeah. we had gone to other waterfalls didn't really get wet
0: We'd been dying to swim. This one yes. actually had like a little swimming yeah. hole that we could swim in.
1: Yeah, so, so we, we drive
0: an hour there. Hour there. We get out. We're, we we takes us a while to find where we're everybody's parking and getting out because there's Cause not a lot of cars yeah. today. It's, it's rural. And we were like, huh? Must not be a lot of people here this time of day, yeah. or was it, like, a, boom. was it a was it a weekday? Yeah. <laughs> so we get out of the car and we start hiking over all these boulders and these rocks to get to where we think we're going. And another family comes trudging up.
1: In bathing suits. Past well. us
0: back towards the the cars. Um, and we we just ask them, hey, is, uh, are we headed in the right direction? Is the waterfall back where you came from? And what'd they say, babe?
1: They were like, uh, you're standing on it. I was like, what? <laughs> These
0: bone dry rocks. Wait, what? We're standing on it? We're standing right here? And they said, Yeah, you're standing where you're standing the, the waterfall should yeah. be. <laughs> this is it. This is this is it.
1: Dry. Muddy, but dry. We were we were like, okay, I don't know about this. So we we hiked down where they just came up from.
0: Yeah, we kept going down a little and
1: bit more. We kinda take the Instagram photo and hold it up to this desolate, dry, green, murky watered. Water hole with a rock on the side that you can like dive in basically.
0: Not a trickle pouring into it.
1: It was, it was hideous. It was ugly. It, the water was green. There was not a drop dead, flowing. Dead crabs. No flowing anything. Everywhere. Yeah, a little crawfish thing you've never seen
0: in it was, California. So it was a major letdown. Yeah. We felt like spuds.
1: And we felt bad because here's this group of like six, seven people opposite of the waterfall walking from the other parking lot with like coolers and easy up floaties bathing suits and there we're kind of just staring at each other across yeah we both got there at the the same time just kind of like "Hmm." this sucks
0: what are we supposed to do
1: but you know the power of imagination and
0: we made mashed potatoes out of spuds we did we made mashed potatoes
1: so we you know Took our stuff back to the car so we didn't have to carry it.
0: and Put our real shoes on. Yeah.
1: Hiked down that thing and went into the little brook that was nearby. We saw beautiful rock formations. Yeah. And
0: had kind of a canyon adventure. Yeah.
1: We kind of hiked in a canyon. So it was good. It was chill. We sadly had to tell the other families that were pulling up that they're standing on the dry waterfall as well. Yeah. But, you know we should have listened to TLC not chase this waterfall don't
0: go chasing waterfalls okay
1: i i think we'll we'll continue to chase them otherwise <laughs>
0: after it rains after yeah, a good after rain then we'll good start rain. chasing waterfalls yeah
1: definitely but um anyway
0: that's our spud moment that's
1: our spud moment and so let's get into what we're talking about today this Uh, decision we made to get married in college was probably one of the most radical decisions uh, that we thought and our family thought, you know, we were making. Um, And so Keegan and I met literally on move-in day freshman year, had maybe been apart at the most like a month during the summers in between, school but either I was in I don't think I ever went to Texas in the summer he went to California or like we saw each other um after missions trips you know back on campus during the summer so uh we've just we'd been dating for three years almost and uh about two and a half years in we I remember we were sitting down at Dilly Diner it's a cool diner in Tulsa and we had this piece of paper that was like, pros and cons of getting married before we graduate. Like, we were like, oh my gosh, we're talking about this? We're talking about marriage. Like, oh my goodness. This, this was is
0: before, was this before, no, this was after I had proposed, right? No, this was
1: before. This is before. This is before. We were talking, I think this was the spring semester before, uh, going into junior year, so the end of sophomore year. So we were just like, okay, what are the pros and cons? And it was a scary list because one, it was both impossible and possible. Uh, with some miracles in between, <laughs> you know? Um, and so Keegan decided to fly to my house that December on Christmas Day and propose to me uh on my porch I had no idea he was coming. He proposed to me in my pajamas. My mom tried to get me to get dressed all morning, but I just... It was Christmas morning. I told her, Christmas jammies is, you know, that's what you wear all day. Uh, and so she tried to warn me. So all my, you know...
0: Here I come showing up in a... In a suit. In a suit.
1: Yeah. In the rain, too. It was like a rom- romantic movie.
0: At first you thought I was just there to surprise you, didn't you?
1: I did. Because he... I joked and was like, all I want for Christmas is you here with me. And so I was like, dang, okay. He actually <laughs> honored my Christmas wish. I did it. After a couple hundred bucks, probably.
0: And I brought some bling with me.
1: Yes, but it was more than a couple hundred buck Christmas gift, that's for sure. He <laughs> he uh, got on his knee in the rain. And yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, so we got engaged second semester of junior year. Well, technically at the end of first semester, so Christmas Day. And um, we had talked. Um,
0: we had a decision to make. Yeah.
1: Very soon, all of our family was like, we need to know before you leave to go back what you're doing. I don't even know why. But it was kind of like we felt like we needed to make a decision ASAP because I was about to leave to go back to ORU. For a whole semester and wouldn't really be able to plan anything. We needed
0: to make a decision on whether we would get married that summer or wait another year and get married the next summer because if we didn't make it as quickly as possible, then it would automatically just be wait another year because we'd run out of time. Well,
1: it would be waiting a year and a half. So basically it was like wait half a year, wait a year and a half to get married. Um, so we sat down. Everything turned so quickly. Um, we sat down. We were like, "God, what do we what do we need to do?" We were like, well, "Can we actually survive senior year? You know, living, working, doing school full time uh,
0: out, out of the dorms, away from the well cafeteria. Out of the there was just
1: so many things to consider in such a short period of time." Uh, And we had to ask, like, are we willing to sacrifice certain things to have the benefit of being married in college, like sooner than later? So um, what ended up happening, love?
0: Well, I we both got really deep into prayer, just um, listened to the counsel of a lot of people that we knew. We
1: we also had like weighed a lot of practicalities.
0: Yeah, we did another pros, cons list, I feel like.
1: Yeah, definitely. We
0: are a fan of those. <laughs> Helps us kind of outline our our uh, what's going on in our head and why we're thinking things we are. We're both very, we see both sides of things yeah. a lot. And so yeah. sometimes we get frozen in the, Indecisive. well, this side is good and this side is good. So we eventually took it all to God. We were like, God, we need your help deciding what to do here
1: and we took in the like council of our families uh keegan's parents got married at 20 and 21 in college as well so they were like yeah let's go and my parents didn't get married until their 30s after like already having their careers established so my it was totally different voices coming from Mm -hmm. opinions coming from both sides
0: and we were like we see both sides we know um what what the pros and cons are, but God hears our, here's our struggles, just make it clear to us. And so we got in the Bible, we got to praying, and I just felt almost stronger than I'd ever felt. God just speaking to me, saying He would provide for us, no matter what our decision was. I felt I felt so so much confidence in the fact that he would be with us like a storm cloud in the day and a pillar of fire by night that he would provide for us in the desert with manna if we needed it and he would part the Red Seas for us um, whenever we got to them Um, and I just felt so strongly that we are living in his promise and getting married sooner like in in what was the timeline five months Mm -hmm. getting married in five months would not be like too fast for us to not be able to plan everything and get everything taken care of that he would make a way for us and he would provide and he would um just take care of that yeah and i felt it as strong as i've ever felt anything um
1: yeah it was it was um Definitely on his side felt very peaceful <laughs> but for some reason I I didn't I was worried, I was scared, I was being very like more logical with things and just hearing the voices of my family members and uh just taking all that and kind of turning that into somewhat of fear. Um but I had never seen Keegan um get so uh like settled in something like firmly believe and have you know a strength in what he is saying even at the risk of other people's opinions not aligning with his um and so i had to i felt like i was in that moment not supposed to trust what i was feeling but to genuinely trust keegan and one thing that he said during that time was i feel like the lord's asking us to start our marriage with a huge leap of faith which would be getting married this early and getting married so soon and getting married so young and getting married in college i was uh he proposed to me a week after i turned 20 like <laughs> i was 19 just a week before we had to make this decision um and so uh that's exactly what we decided to do was take a leap of faith and i as his future wife trusting him even before we were married and for our wedding. So, you know, told it to my parents, told to some family, told to some friends. They're like, I don't know. We don't know. This is kind of rushing it. What's going on? Is there... We're like, no, nothing's going on. (laughs) Like, we just, for some reason, have a huge sense of urgency and sense of just knowing that we need to get married soon this summer and that... We don't understand why we're not in a rush to be with each other physically. Don't worry. Like we've already established these boundaries and we've got a system going. But uh now we're sitting here, or at least sat here in May, a year later during the COVID nineteen breakout, um, and I had family members and friends calling me and saying to us, um, Wow, we are so happy you decided to get married sooner than later. I couldn't imagine you planning a wedding right now, and we were like, "God, you're good. We trust. <laughs> we trusted in you. We didn't know why. We had this like, uh, pressing on our heart, but now we know. Mm-hmm. It pays. It pays to pray. It pays to trust. It pays to obey. But anyway." Once we made that decision, it was all in like we were making a wedding happen. We had no idea how we were gonna pay for it. I worked at my school seven fifteen an hour.
0: I worked at my job seven fifty an hour too, yep, with tips, yeah. but
1: <laughs> so we uh what maybe had a thousand dollars to our name, and Lord knows that maybe pays for the dress, yeah, that's it, but um everything worked out literally in the next few months my parents had a higher tax return than ever the venue that we had was free it was in a beautiful backyard um of one of my friends that has a huge acre of property um
0: a bunch of people pitched in to help us yeah my granddad made our arbor behind our altar for, yeah um we his had parents
1: want to pay for our honeymoon or grandparents want to pay for our honeymoon yeah We had people volunteer to usher people to uh, our florist. charge us only for the flowers, not labor, no extra fees. Um, We got the photo booth for cheap. Someone paid for that. The catering, someone paid for that. Um,
0: The thing that we were in charge of was paying for the DJ.
1: Yeah. Yep. And we got a good DJ, which was my cousin. I mean, he's not cheap. He does like, he, uh, does things for UCLA all the time. But anyway.
0: He did, prof- he's did he's weddings good. before us. Yeah. So he's good. Yeah. yeah,
1: he's really good. <laughs> so anyway, we did not see any resources possible before making the decision to step out and have a wedding. But the second we stepped out of the boat, we were walking on water. Yeah.
0: And we were given a lot of gifts too.
1: We were. We like... I, some people have good you know, weddings, well, I've been to some weddings, good, but our wedding was like, great. It was great. People still talk to us about our wedding a year later. Like we see people and they were like, oh my gosh, your wedding was so beautiful and fun and amazing. I've never been to a wedding like that in my life. I was like, was it really that? And like, yet,
0: <laughs> and yet, yet, we're almost yes, forgetting. Yeah. Yet. There was a minute there where we thought, we were going to have to call off the wedding.
1: Scratch it off.
0: We didn't, we had an outdoor venue. We were going to do it in the backyard. It's beautiful house with a huge backyard um, up in the little hills outside of Riverside, California. Um, we saw rain clouds approaching. That morning. The morning of.
1: Well, the day before, there was a rumor. Oh, it's it's, it's probably going to rain tomorrow. But the week leading up was beautiful, sunny. Beautiful, sunny, not a cloud the in the The days after said they were going to be sunny. So we're like... Exfusion. Day of, we wake up
0: overcast, sprinkling.
1: Yeah. And it was cold. And we
0: had no backup venue.
1: I don't know why it was so cold. It was May in California. And it was cold. It so, was weird.
0: So the morning of my wedding, I woke up and got straight into the Bible and said, God, you said you're going to part the seas for us. You said that you're going to lead us like a pillar of fire. Um, I expected a, 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 cloud of, a pillar of cloud in the day, but I didn't expect it to be on my wedding day all over the sky while I'm trying to get married and not get rained on. But we just still felt peace about it. Yeah. And one of our uh, good friends that was helping us To set up the wedding the day of came to us and said I just feel like God is um, saying to me to tell y'all that that he will be your like he was the pillar of cloud for Moses in the desert he will be that for you and I said wow that is what I need to do (laughs) here God definitely told you that and so that day it was Overcast, sprinkling. We thought it would get worse. We had everybody bring their umbrellas and then
1: Literally right before uh the wedding I had aunts and mothers and daughters in my room where I was getting ready, just like praying wildly in tongues. <laughs> my mom was pointing at the clouds like Jesus and <laughs> telling them to leave and yeah, it was And then
0: right <laughs> as soon as we had <laughs> scheduled Faith to walk out, it sprinkled a little bit and then clouds parted a little bit and we got a little bit of sun and the rain held off for exactly
1: well it was like literally when the music started for the procession Mm -hmm. it just stopped all umbrellas
0: down there was no rain for the whole wedding up until we did our our last farewell goodbye with sparklers we ran into our car and then as we drove away in our in our honeymoon getaway yeah. car, it started raining on us. Pouring.
1: Hardcore pouring. It was wild. Like we, Literally the window from when we started until we got in the car, God like held back the rain for us. And our photographer w- later was like, I know you guys probably hated the rain, but she was like, it created the best lighting glow for your pictures you could ever imagine. Mm-hmm. And I just started thinking too, like, you know, summer weddings in California, well, this was a late spring wedding, but, like, I could have been out there sweating. I could have been out there with my makeup dripping, my bridesmaids having sweat marks. Like, the men didn't have any suit jackets on. They just had shirts with, you know, suspenders. So they could have had sweat marks. Like, when you think about it, cold was much better than the usual. California hot, and our photos are amazing. Beautiful glow, no shadows anywhere. And also, like... We had a fire pit in the backyard. Everyone was cuddling up around the fire pit. People were meeting people they probably wouldn't have never met if it was warm and you could just sit in your seat the whole time. If you wanted but to
0: warm up, you could get on the dance floor. Yeah. do we, something.
1: It was it was kind of a blessing in disguise. It was a blessing in disguise. It was great. It was great. It was perfect. Yeah. So I just, I feel like there's some of you couples uh listening to this and thinking oh I'm just I really need to wait until there's the perfect conditions for us to get engaged and tie the knot or we're in engaged and we're needing to pick when to get married and there's a pandemic right now so it doesn't make sense to get married and it's like we have no idea what the future holds we we can't we don't know but like the Lord really does know what the future holds and what the present holds um when we make that decision to trust him and so uh anything this applies to anything in life moving to a different state doing a job having kids like sometimes it doesn't look like waiting for the perfect conditions or the safest or the most comfortable or the most logical conditions to step out and do something sometimes it's the lord that's saying it might not look like it right now but these really are the best conditions and we thought they weren't the best conditions and now we're you know sitting here quarantined in a during a pandemic and we're like obviously last year were the best better conditions this year yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so you just once you step out like i if it's the lord leading you he will provide everything for you he'll bring the right resources he'll bring the right knowledge we didn't know how to plan a wedding and we did it without a planner like basically it was just me my my mom and mother in law and the knot and dot com, the knot dot com, yeah. Sponsor us, the knot. <laughs> <laughs> we just gave you a free plug, <laughs> but um. So anyway, just when it comes to stepping out, we we just we've already had to do it every single day after we got married,
0: and after that, uh, since our marriage was founded on a moment where we said we're trusting you and we're going to take the leap of faith god after that there's been that wasn't that wasn't the last of our leaps of yeah. faith there has been so many more leaps of faith that we've had to come to and each time we're like this is where this mm-hmm. is like our wedding this is god is yeah. we we know how to hear the voice of god and say this feels like one of those moments where we just get out and do it and we built up that foundation on our, of our marriage to be able to go into it, being able to make those tough decisions for us, the little pros and cons, flippy floppy couple to be able to finally just make decisions and jump in and follow the voice of God. And it's been great this past year and and one month,
1: year and a month. And it really, it really did. I just kind of want to talk about a few of the things we experienced after just to show how awesome God is. When we went to look for apartments while we were engaged um, so that after the wedding, we could just have a move in day, go on our honeymoon and move in. After we went to this apartment that we thought was, you know, affordable and nice. And because we knew we hardly have an income, um, let's just get the cheapest apartment they have. You know, the one bedroom upstairs fully carpeted, unremodeled, you know? And so we were like, you know, we really, it's it's first place, like better than the dorms we're living in. Yeah. We're just going to do it. Yeah. So, but when we arrived there, they were like, we don't have the one that you originally requested available. So we're going to give you an updated dorm or sorry, updated apartment downstairs with quicker access to the road. um, That is remodeled. And we were like, what for the price of the other one and so we were like oh my gosh okay all right yeah we'll take it we'll take it and so we literally had one of the most expensive apartments on the lot for the cheapest price for a whole year and every single month we made our rent in every every single month we were able to eat good food like we worked really hard the summer before college or uh, before our senior year so that we could kind of just cruise during school and not have to worry about putting in a lot of hours and basically kind of saved up for covering rent for almost the whole year. Mm-hmm.
0: We still did uh part-time jobs during yeah. school just working weekends and stuff but wasn't it stressful. Was, yes, we were very well taken care of. We were
1: able to spend a lot of time together. It wasn't you know, we were only 10 minutes from the school. And if you have all green lights, it's like five. So <laughs> it, it just, you know, it's as quick as walking from your dorm to class. So we just, it was scary. We didn't have full peace. It was like we had this sense of urgency that wasn't peace. And so sometimes it won't over, always feel like, oh, I just have the peace of God resting on me. It's like, no, it's like, this is kind of keeping me up at night. But I still know we're doing the right thing. Mm -hmm. I just know it. Yeah. I don't know why I know it, but I know it. Yeah. Well, that's kind of our story of how we...
0: Our testimony. Yeah, our testimony. Of getting engaged and getting married.
1: Yeah. We definitely want to do uh, another show just about what it was like being married in college for a year. Because that's a whole thing in itself. Mm -hmm. We learned a lot. Mm Mm-hmm um in a sense it still feels like we're kind of in college i don't know if it's hit us yet
0: well we haven't walked the stage yet
1: yeah we haven't walked the stage yet we will as of this recording as of this recording yeah so we just speak to all of you guys that are uncertain and say you know pray about it ask ask what needs to be done now what needs to wait timing is everything as we can see now With COVID, timing is everything. (laughs) And taking
0: that leap of faith doesn't always feel totally 100% peaceful. Sometimes it is scary. Even making the decision feels scary. Um, But once you jump, you just feel so much rightness about it.
1: And even experiencing pushback from people that you care about um, and respect isn't always a sign that you're doing the wrong thing. Sometimes it's coming as a distraction, honestly, Um, and that was one thing that I feel like I learned personally was, like, autonomy. Like, you have a lot lot of autonomy when you get married. You're no longer under your parents' house, and it kind of starts with making wedding decisions, and we've all seen say yes to the dress in four weddings. Like, sometimes you could get in an argument with your parents, your mom, because there's just, you know, you're trying to Break off even more, get more autonomy because you're about to start your own separate family that's still connected and in love and blood and all this stuff. But
0: we've yeah. experienced autonomy,
1: yes, taking yes. our own
0: censuses and <laughs> cooking our own food on the daily.
1: Yeah, yep. Anything else, love?
0: Hmm. You're beautiful. (laughs) Thank you. You knew I was going to say that, didn't you?
1: Yeah, I knew you were going to say that. Oh, so thank you. Thank you so much for listening. You know, we cannot end our Growing Potatoes podcast without a quote. So here's the quote for today.
0: Yes. This time we have a quote from C.S. Lewis, and he says, Though our feelings come and go, God's love for us does not.
1: Good word. (laughs) Well, thank you so much. Do not forget to triple S, which is subscribe, subscribe, share, share, and
0: five-star review. Star
1: us, five stars, so everyone else can just learn what you're learning, love what you're loving, um, and just become, become our spuddies. Yep,
0: spuddies for life.
1: Spuddies for life. Um, so yeah, we will catch up with you guys next week. Have a good week.
0: See ya. Thank you.